0: Welcome back to another season of MVPs, All Things Considered, where we talk about, well, pretty much everything the paranormal encompasses. So you ready? All right, then. Let's do this. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our sponsor, Yup Gear. Is that Yup Gear? Yup.
1: Okay, you ready? Yeah. Are we all here? Is everybody yep. here? Yep. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Welcome back to our podcast, All Things Considered. This season, we're each sharing our favorite legends of the unknown. And joining me tonight are Mel, Evan, and Chris. I'm Paul. And tonight, we'll be discussing part two of the Project Pegasus.
2: Man, so. just so you know, Paul, I have been <laughs> thinking and going over this all freaking week. Like, my mm. mind is jacked the F up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anything involving time travel concepts will
2: do it every time.
3: Um, well, yes. it was done. <laughs> yeah, you don't just go down a rabbit hole, you go down a wormhole. There's like no yes. coming back. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. <laughs> so... When we were talking last, I had just started to cover some of the different technologies that we were developing from the whole, you know, time travel uh, stuff that uh, they were developing. I guess uh, so that uh, our uh, main uh, uh, character in this story, uh, Andrew Bajago, uh, was was uh, exposed to so. Uh, originally, we we uh, established the fact that uh, remote viewing was part of that list, and we knew that that was just, you know, uh, Project Stargate and such, how that was kind of confirmed and uh, not too long ago, I mean, I think within the last decade, and that was, of course, just a method by using your mind to travel through time. And uh, so remote viewing, everybody's fairly familiar with that stuff, I mean, that's become pretty popular. Uh, one of the other methods I had said or talked about previously was called spinning, where you lay on a, a large turning disc with your head basically uh, at the center of that disc and your feet at the edge. And you, you know, in your forward view, uh, you're seeing a pattern of a kind of a spiral or a circle pattern on the ceiling. So, and Paul, basically,
2: it, yeah, is that thing that you're talking about, the spinning thing, is that like a sit and spin?
1: Well, it's more like a lay-in spin, but okay. not, not too far off. I mean, you got the concept down. The idea is you're spinning, but you got to remember too. also the, you know, the, the main part or the, the central part of the spinning is actually where your head is and not, you know, your midsection. So uh, your head and feet aren't actually at the edge on opposite edges. It's just your head is actually in the center of the disc. Yeah, it's and a tighter so that- spin, tighter spin.
2: Right, and, and yeah. so yeah, but that's how you use a sit and spin because you got to look at your spinner thing that you're going to handle, <laughs> so you can make sure you're turning it hard enough to make you really spin. Y'all didn't do yeah. that when you were a kid.
0: I have no idea. I what never you're had talking one. About. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah.
2: Oh my God! So a sit and spin. For you older listeners, and I'm not saying older, like crotchety old, but I mean like mine and Paul's age old. Okay, so a sit and spin, what it was is it's this little round, it's like a round disc, and you sit on top of it, uh, Indian style, and in the center of the disc comes out a pole with a little smaller round disc. You turn the round disc. And you'll spin in the opposite direction. So the harder you turn, the faster you spin. Look it up, bro. It was that like the dirty. best. Yeah. No, you don't stick Google. a pole up I mean, your, th- your, your blow. Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
2: you're just you're sitting I'm talking
3: about the playground here. I don't know what you're yes. talking about. <laughs>
2: you sit on it and you turn the top part and it spins you around faster and faster and faster, almost like the teacup ride at Disneyland or something. You know,
1: it, it's Look it up. yeah, it's 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 it was a, it was, a lot of kids play with that stuff back in the 70s and or, I guess maybe the early 80s. It was 80s too.
2: Yeah, the 80s. So, so me anyway, so it's kinda like that, but just stretched of. out. So you're laying yeah, down and spinning. It's,
1: yeah, and and really it's it's twice I guess it would be like twice the length of your body because your head's in the middle and your feet is at the edge. In order to make a complete rotation, it'd have to, you know, be on a, a disc that big. You know. And uh, they say that in order for this to work, they had to spin clockwise at thirty-three rotations per minute. And that's just what he said. I, you know I couldn't figure and that's out anymore super
2: fast I take it
1: thirty three rotations per minute. think about that that's that's pretty yeah that's pretty pretty quick.
2: so let's be logical, folks. so if you've got a seven year old or, mm-hmm. or or is this just for adults
1: I would assume uh anybody they want to put on there as long as their feet didn't hang over the edge too far.
2: okay, so this is how they're they're teleporting them, right?
1: That's one of the methods
2: okay so you got a kid on this thing and you're going 33 rotations per minute and you're saying mm-hmm. that that kid's not going to vomit everywhere or there's not going to be any kind of brain damage because the head's hitting the skull
0: no nah, i mean man. that's hard for no.
2: that's hard for an adult
0: didn't you ever read
1: the gravitron I, I at like, the fair?
2: not at seven
1: <laughs> bear in mind that you know you normally get dizzy when you have forces acting on your head you know in, in a way that uh you know it's it's moving the blood around in certain ways but with your head at the center of a disc you're not really having your blood pulled you know the the same way it's not quite as the dizzying effect isn't quite as you know the same now if you were hmm. sitting at the edge you know where your feet were down closer to the edge of the disc it might be
2: but okay with
1: you you know with your head at the middle you're not going to feel it as much um the other thing is you're not physically teleporting it's another Uh, one of those out-of-body things you know
3: so what you're saying paul is if i get if i go to the playground and i find me a merry-go-round and i put Mm -hmm. my head in the center and have evan spin me about thirty-three rotations per uh, minute yes that's like what two rotations almost per second or something (laughs) something like that
1: so (laughs) something like
3: that so yeah, Evan, we gotta get going pretty quick on this thing.
2: <laughs> I could
3: yeah. I could have a similar experience, is what there it is possible. It. Don't you now, need the like, giant spiral above your head though?
1: Yes, you have to have that pattern. You have to be staring into that pattern. And I'm sure there's a couple of parts to the recipe we don't know all of. Oh, but of that's course. that's of course. that's the majority of it. Like I the mean, drugs. Yeah, <laughs> it could be or sounds you know some kind of sensory thing i don't know <laughs> and did you said this
3: did you did you say that spirals going the opposite way you're going on this uh, it's
1: it says that uh let's see um the spiral pattern was on the ceiling they would concentrate on that pattern and eventually achieve an out-of-body experience using the method they were spun ah. clockwise 33 rotations per minute
3: oh so now, it's stationary the, okay
1: the, the thing that, yes, so the, the pattern on the disc, I don't know if the pattern was a spiral that went around clockwise or anti-clockwise in its design. So I don't know if it's, you know, where it appears like you're going down a tunnel when it spins or you're, you know, the tunnel is getting bigger. You know, I don't uh, know how how that would be either. That would have to be it. tested.
2: Just thinking about it. It's making me nauseous. It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Okay. okay. So the next uh technology was was fairly popular and there was a lot that spun off of this particular uh, method or uh, device that they developed called the Montauk chair it was a piece of furniture that was used to further the psychic powers of whoever sat in it it consisted of a chair cables that were attached to sensors and three receivers for electromagnetic pulses now there was supposedly an electromagnetic transducer with a solenoid was placed behind the chair and aimed at the back of a body that would send the signals through to the central chest area. And uh, near the feet was a device that sent some kind of PBX type audible signals or tones that were in a pattern that would somehow uh, induce an out-of-body experience. So that was another method for, you know,
2: getting out. They're sending jolts through the body?
1: well they're they're not necessarily jolts or it's it's a, it's a weird thing this this uh what do they call it uh electromagnetic transducer and so you're getting a pulse of electromagnetic energy i would assume because you know it's electromagnetic magnetic in, in nature but it's i don't know if it actually made contact i don't think it made contact with the individual i i just think it was set up so it was in that position in that chair to because they they thought that there was something to do with the, you know, that area of the chest. There was references to chakras and stuff like that. If you want to look up all that craziness, that's no. another rabbit hole.
2: No, I don't mm, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no.
1: Now, you know, now, you know, with all these rabbit holes that we keep talking about when I was looking this up, I was getting frustrated because the more I would discover the more questions I had and it just got crazy. And I thought, I'm in too deep on this. There's just too much to this.
2: I know. Like, I'm lost in the sauce just with... So, this is kind of like the whole, the remote viewing and the giant lion spin and these pulses. These are so they can do some sort of, like, astral projection... Kind
1: of thing? some yeah they're, they're they're literally using their I guess their their astral cells to break some kind of barrier in time or something like that and it's not a physical property it's it's beyond that so your body isn't actually going there but you you are spiritually I would assume
2: or, mm-hmm. it just sounds corny. Mm. okay thank you yes it does because i know <laughs> what? it sounds awesome <laughs> well when we hear guys say like there's a guy who's recently contacted us saying yeah i do remote viewing and astral projection bro we all laughed yeah because yeah. we're like right what am i wearing right now that kind of thing you know yeah yeah
1: the only well, one, i've done remote viewing but it involved teleconferencing oh
3: yeah he's here all night
1: <laughs> i got i got one in
3: there Okay. it is and we all laugh. anyway too. we all
0: got it
2: <laughs> but it is essentially paul like they're talking about some sort of kind of astral projection right
1: yeah yeah that's it i mean to me that's the way I interpret it. It's if it's not physical it has to be astral, you know. And of course that's a, a based on the the whole notion that the body has a spirit.
2: So what would be the purpose of that to go back in time and just watch to do what? They already know what happened back then. It's like read a right. fucking book.
1: But in the same sense, you you know, you're you thinking they're just going to the past only if if you can go one direction, I don't see why logically you couldn't go the other direction as well.
2: Then why didn't they write down like lotto numbers?
1: Well, that's a good question. That's why I always say, you know, if you're psychic, how come you didn't win the lottery? And it's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I use my powers for good. Yeah,
3: right. Or pick up or pick up okay, the sports guys. almanac. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
3: yes. yeah. And then we're the talking about the you know, Paul, he was
2: saying he was saying about how it was for military purposes, right? That the government yes. was doing this yes. for the military. Well, then, if we had the capability of doing that back then, and then they could hone it, then why would we need drones?
1: Well, I don't know, because I think...
2: spy and stuff, or like an aerial view of, where is this guy? We would have been able to go in the future and be able to find Osama bin Laden much faster.
3: Well, part of the reason for drones, part of the reasons for for drones initially... Was to create a um, an opportunity for a pilot to be able to do any kind of operation without human loss. Um, you know, keeping right. planes planes from being shot down. Um, so you have a pilot, and you have like a sensor operator. That well, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I that's the that was the whole purpose. But then, obviously, other applications fell in line where you can use like it. You to can use spy. a fister.
2: You can do mortar rounds. You can. Right. You can do. You know.
3: Oh man, we're st- getting crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, all they would have to say is they're right. He's right here, you know.
3: Melanie, yeah. what? What's a fister?
2: Ask your sister. Whoa. <laughs> oh,
3: <my> goodness! <laughs> she listens to this podcast. She's going to be offended. I was
2: laughing before you
1: even got it out. I knew it was coming.
3: <laughs> I just, I, I basically oh. just opened the door five and just walked right five through five. myself. Uh, <laughs>
2: Man. fire support team, the people who send off those mortar routes.
3: Okay. Just clarify for anybody that doesn't know what that is on the show.
2: Oh, yeah. Totally yeah. forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you did. You opened the door and you just walked right through it. That's right. It's going to be in shoes. Moving on. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> you could, you, we could have blown shit up a lot earlier. We could have right. set our own idea. Right much earlier sure, instead of sure. wasting millions upon billions of dollars looking for this fuck fuck.
1: Right. But, uh, and as well, I mean, it, it's all a matter of perspective and what the, uh, what the agendas are, because I mean, if you're, a, you know, if you're a war president and you're out to try and, you know, make a bunch of money for companies and stuff that want to do that kind of stuff, maybe you want that war to take place. Maybe you want certain things to happen so that those people can get rich. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Most have underlying interests anyways. Most complex wars, anything like that. So. I mean right ch- chances are we we think of it in terms of human loss and tragedy but really most of the time it's probably about dollar signs power and and you know the turning of the hand uh as far right. as that goes
2: Okay I'm sorry Paul go ahead
1: but No 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 that's look, those are great questions I mean because when it comes to this kind of stuff, I mean, there's so many ways you could you can you know move forward and, and try and solve the problems that you're trying to solve, and what you ultimately come up with. A lot of people don't understand the reason or rhyme why you're doing it that particular way, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have information no one else does, so you get to understand wh- the what for's and the whys and the why nots. So it's a mystery to us, but it makes perfect sense to those in the know. You know what I mean? And we don't have a need to know, I guess. Right okay so um the next thing was an actual physical teleportation device and that was uh one of the original methods that uh andrew had originally uh been privy to early on when he was you know when he was very young and that was the, the actual they called it the teleporter it was a device that created a tunnel in time space that allowed one to progress physically through time instead of beaming like in star trek he actually said that if they tried to do it like you know the beaming methods and stuff that it would destroy uh human tissue and no one would survive so they had to do it this way uh and the time spent in the actual tunnel itself was only about three seconds before emerging at their destinations so those those, that particular device was supposed to be a spinoff from the uh you know the the work by nikola tesla so that was where that originated from that's the way it, it was claimed anyway and that uh, that was what he was originally uh, doing. Him and his dad actually had had done it together.
0: So was this some kind of like Stargate mechanism or something?
1: Well, this this was I don't know. I just know that it was a teleport. That's all he said about it. He just said that it was a you know it was a physical device. It was made and based on uh, Nikola Tesla's notes and stuff that they had recovered originally after he had passed away, and. That this device, I don't know, it had some kind of weird, uh, radiant waves of, uh, I don't know. It looked distorted. He said that it, when you looked at, at where it was projected, it, it, it had a distortion to it. He knew there was something going on. They didn't know exactly what they just walked through it. So, hmm. but, uh, that, again, that was the one that he originally talked about first, you know, that when he was a kid. Uh, back in uh what was it 68 70 or 72 i think when they when they were using that and they just um, walked
0: through this thing and like went through a wormhole yeah. and came out at some other place yeah. in time was were you in the same physical location on the earth or
1: like that uh i don't think so i think it actually went to a place so, so you could choose you know, a
0: destination you know physical and in time
1: I'm I'm guessing. I, I think he also said that the device itself had these two, like, huge uh, half-disc-shaped things that, that you had to walk between where this field was created. That's how you got into it. Stargate. Kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that.
0: And it's still well. hung up on how did you get back.
1: Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That, again, that was one of those things where it was like uh, a certain length of time, and there was a... I, I don't know the exact way that that it was done, but I want to say a couple of times he had said something about a, a a certain length of time that you would you would just naturally go back to where you had come from.
3: Whoa, like you had like a like a timer, just a certain amount of yeah, time like to, to get the thing done, and then you, no matter what you're doing, as soon as that as, soon as it expires, you automatically go back.
1: That's it. Yeah, it's over. And uh, so, I don't know if when you go through that you're coated in whatever that field is or whatever, some kind of residue or whatever, and that it, you know, after it stops interacting with whatever it is it's supposed to, it just kind of fades away and you go back to wherever you're supposed to be. I don't know.
2: Am that's, I the only one that, that's,
1: that's fucking wild? Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> am I the only one that's starting to notice that these tales or what he's suggesting? Are all reminiscent of various aspects of different sci-fi shows and movies. Oh yeah, they're, they're well,
0: picture perfect sci-fi movies. that that's, well, what that's this is.
3: Yeah, what he's talking about is literally Stargate the movie. Like, and Stargate came out what the '90s.
1: We well, we so, got some more more stuff to talk about that'll surprise <laughs> you, and it yeah. kind of goes along that well, that route. But the the other the thing that you were talking this. about.
2: Go ahead, Paul. Rem-
1: Remember, your original argument was we're supposed to believe this guy knows all this technical shit, but yet he can't describe why he comes back. So I can't hold it against him if you have one argument one way and not mm-hmm. the other. Right.
2: Well, then my question then is if, if they're sending these children from uh-huh. different countries, a human trafficking um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to back in the past. Well, think about it. They're if just it taking legit these children is what that is from yeah. various countries to do experiments for whatever reason and send yeah. they're tra- human trafficking. But if they're doing that, how is a, a five, six, seven year old supposed to be able to comprehend what to do and what not to do. They don't really have, I mean, would they have the ability at that age to follow directions on their own? And then let's say they go back and right. by themselves, they're not going to scream and cry because they're scared. I mean, well, I hear. Ba-
1: kids- Bear in mind, you know, we've already talked about the fact that when this when when Andrew went back, he typically had something on him that if he fell into the wrong hands, it was a note that would get him delivered to somebody to get him out of there, because obviously he didn't know how to talk his way out because he was a
2: kid. Right. The note says, please send him back to the third rock on the left so that you know, <laughs> yeah, know. Scotty can beam him up. But I mean, kids <laughs> who are like eight years old get lost in Walmart and you can hear them screaming, crying because they're afraid of being alone.
3: Right, well, right. That's true. But then there's some kids like my, I, my friend's eight-year-old. He mows the lawn. He does a lot of stuff. He's actually, really? I mean, I,
2: yeah, yeah don't I'm serious. You think the eight-year-old wouldn't cry if you sent him back to watch dinosaurs eat grass?
3: I mean, no, I no. doubt this was I the mean, 60s. <laughs> Kids I would were have different. thought that was. Yeah, they were built they were, different back they then. Pussies.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's
3: true. Yep.
2: I don't think any five, six or seven year olds, if you send them back to a strange place where nobody speaks their language, if they're from, let's say, France and you're sending them back to, you know, meet George Washington. They don't know who Washington is. They don't know anybody around them. They right. don't know that era. They right. would be scared shitless. That's basic human nature.
1: I actually but also, bear in Mallory. mind that these are these are also supposed to be gifted youngsters, so we're not dealing with people that are just five years old and still wearing diapers and, and sucking thumbs and walking around, not, you know, babbling. Well,
2: they couldn't be that gifted because they're homeless and unwanted, right?
1: They could well, be you can't tell
0: me that- mind-controlled kids as well. So maybe yeah, but you, you can't
1: say them. that all people that are out on the street are stupid. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't, but way way to how would stereotype. You be able to- Jeez.
2: Oh yeah. Well fuck <laughs> you <laughs> very much.
1: <laughs> oh, that yeah, kid he, looks
2: homeless.
3: He's obviously an idiot. He did not time travel.
2: <laughs> well, he's clearly an idiot if he just says, Yeah, okay, I'll go with you, strange man. I'll take yeah, your but- candy.
1: <laughs> well, what, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Shit. Uh, hey. <laughs>
3: I do some stuff. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, quite a
2: bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Paul, go ahead. Okay, these are all the things that I've been wondering. It's like,
1: you know, no, this is legitimate. I mean, I get, I understand, and and you, my thing is, and this is the worst part about doing some of this stuff is you're taking someone else's claims and you're presenting them to to everyone else in this group and I'm not the one who's in the know on this. I only go by whatever he lets go of as right. far as, you know, in his reports and stuff. I wish I could come up with, you know, the actual guy that we could talk to him on the show. That'd be awesome. But
2: That's true.
1: Anyway, okay. Um, so, okay, and this is about where we left off last time. I was just kind of doing a, a, a reflection on, on the hardware that we had talked about before, and we could cover it a little better, because we seem kind of rushed for time a little bit. Now we got a little bit. I just want to make sure we do it right. Now, the next piece of hardware is uh it's called the Chronovisor, and that was the device that you 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 know uh you had that would generate a hologram and you could you could see uh, a historical um uh, scene or a location or whatnot Uh, it was like a hologram and it was originally introduced uh around 1970 and and the the person that wore a chronovisor could actually basically see through time, if that makes sense. And that's kind of like, that's really cool to be able to have like a pair of, you know, modified glasses or something like that. I'm sure it's an oversimplification of what I'm trying to say, but to, to wear something where you could just kind of like, you know, tune in and, and see a moment in time. And these chronovisors evidently had the ability to record on the 16 millimeter film. Uh, it was originally displayed on an eight inch circular display. So hmm. pretty neat concept. Though. That's, that's so hard to about your the mind So
2: so it's a helmet?
1: <laughs> it's it's a it's a piece of headgear. It's a they piece of it headgear virtual reality goggles.
2: Yeah, think oh. of it that way.
1: That, that is actually the history. best explanation. Okay. That is a really good explanation. So Um, they also had something called the advanced chronovisor, which is a better version of the, you know, the, the same device that displayed recorded historical events using a 3d array from this, from a ceiling, uh, that was displaying, uh, everything in like a cubicle form of light. So it's like, you know, it's like, like you said, it was like virtual reality, but it took up an entire, you know, like a room. So,
0: all right. I got questions about this piece of technology. Sure. How did I'm sure you don't know, but we need to talk about how this might have worked.
3: Is I, there like I a
0: permanent like impression on the fabric of time that, that you know these that this was able to pick up on and and just display in front of you, or like how the fuck is it displaying this?
1: It, well, originally it was just displayed on you know on, on the screen that was on the hardware. Yeah, but you where know, is it, it was, getting it
0: from? Where
1: is it coming uh, from? Uh, that's just it. That, that hardware's got the ability to see through time somehow, and I don't know exactly how. That's, you were right. I don't know exactly how that works. There's not enough information given on that.
2: Don't you so, think that that's kind of shady that it, he's telling you about this, but he's not giving you, I mean, he goes into specifics as to how this time travel can work, but he won't go into specifics as to how this chronovision thingy works?
1: I don't know. I mean, how much, how much bullshit can you keep in your head all at once? I mean, cause you know, I could learn, I've learned all about electronics, but let me tell you, I'm tip of the iceberg. I can, I, I I know my way around enough to make what I want, but I can't make things like this.
2: Well, he didn't – well, he went so far as to explain why, you know, this time travel works for him and why, yeah. you know, wheelchair-bound Stephen Hawkins is wrong, right? <laughs> I, mean, I would think that, that was – all he has to do is say, you know, hey, it's displayed up on the screen or it's boggles. Right.
1: He might not and- have been exposed to that and in, inner workings or, or how that actually worked. That might not have been quite as obvious as like, say, Tesla's gear, because Tesla's gear probably wasn't boxed up and pretty and made, you know, uh, a mystery of, you know, you look at something, it looks like a modified pair of glasses and you're like, well, you know, what the hell is this? But, you know, you see a chair with these huge. Half size, you know, half dish plates on each side that have a bunch of wires coming out. It's a little more obvious what's going on there as opposed to a pair of, you know, some some piece of headgear that you, that you got on. But that's me. I mean, I'm just yeah, saying. I I'm not trying to defend that,
2: him. I, I would just think I was about to be electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, <it looks laughs> right, like right,
1: Electric chair.
2: Yeah. Just like, right, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here, have it this it? piece of candy, random kid from France. That's right.
1: And let there's <laughs> nice. a contact bar on the other side of this field <laughs> son so yeah yeah i, I, I get it, take I, it. it. <laughs> it's it's interesting i mean i understand they just took a concept and kind of kind of blew it up a little bit but you know they said that that when they recorded these events that the you know they were restored in these cylinders and whatnot and they had all kinds of things that you could you know load up and and see projected in this room and literally like it looked like you were there you know it's a hologram but you're there you know and you're seeing all this stuff and it's you know it's really interesting i, uh, I mean if it's real that would be that'd be really cool
3: i got a question uh, Paul, yeah. when 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 did he when did uh what's his name come out with all this stuff like when did when did he start making an appearance talking about this stuff
2: 2004
3: you yeah. know it's you know what's funny about that I'm looking at a what CIA the, CIA document right now, talking about remote viewing and actually how to do everything. It's it's unclassified huh? CIA, CIA document. It was approved for release in Septem- uh, September September tenth, two thousand three. What really? says yes? What says this guy did not get a hold of this document that I'm reading right now? It's a legitimate. It's mm-hmm. on the CIA's website. It's well, actually what is yeah. it about.
2: I so, mean, what does it say? How so it, how we so, do remote viewing?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it breaks everything down. It talks about certain tones that you got. Like it's almost like one of the ways they talk about uh, right here. Um, mm-hmm. While you guys were talking, it's called you know under remote viewing. It literally has it right here, uh, and it says in addition the energy uh, energy bar. T- wait, yeah, energy bar tool. It also talks about scepters and e- everything like that. But as far as remote viewing, you got to like. Uh, you've got you know how monks hum, mm-hmm. so there's supposedly yeah. a tone that you can uh, achieve, and in that certain tone, while you're meditating, if you hit that right tone and continue it, that actually transitions your body or it transitions you into remote viewing. It has the breakdown and everything right here, and it's from 2003.
2: So the, ah. all these Tibetan monks have been fucking up because. They could have freed Tibet a long time ago if they had just dropped their pitch just this much more.
3: Yeah, mm. I guess. But yeah, yeah it, so, it, some it, of them claim
1: to levitate using some of those tones too.
2: Theoretically, if we were to follow the paper that you have, the document that you have, Chris, mm-hmm. do you think someone could do this? We could do
1: Absolutely. this
2: experiment well, because the lo- you know the tones we can find on you can program in well, or i'm, I mean,
3: I'm gonna read you exactly what it says right here next <laughs> the participant is introduced to a method of encouraging his mind and body to strive to achieve a state of resonance through utter utterance of a single tone, a monotonous or yeah monotonous um protracted humming sound that sets up a feeling of vibration particularly in the head. He engages. He engages hmm. in this Too resonate easy. tuning, as it's called, by humming along with a chorus of <laughs> such sounds. So basically, yeah. So it sends the body. It was. It says it. You know, physical body, and it, it deeply desires to expand its consciousness. So basically, yeah. It breaks it down like that. I've seen this document before, and it's pretty extensive. It's on. This was on page nineteen hmm. of that document.
2: At the end of the document, does do, does it state that it was successful?
3: um let me scroll down
2: or is it in theory
3: there's a conclusion here um these are all these are all the different ways that they've tested and and it's a breakdown i mean there's drawings i got
2: that yeah my Mm. the bottom line question is
3: did it work
2: did it work do they state that it works or do they state that it's in theory
3: I'd have to read into it a little bit more like I said it's a long document but
2: Well, sc- get um, to the last page. Okay, well we here it is. The
3: <laughs> Conclusion. There is a sound rational basis in terms of physical science parameters for considering gateway to be plausible in terms of its essential objectives.
2: So it hasn't been they didn't actually say this works. They're saying it's theoretically plausible. It just it is, there's
3: no peer review. It goes on to say, however, (laughs) a phased approach for entering the gateway experience is in an accelerated mode would seem to be required if the time needed Hmm. to reach advanced states of altered consciousness, blah, blah, blah.
2: So, yeah. Okay. So in theory, you know, they're saying this could theoretically work, but it's not been peer reviewed. It hasn't been scientifically tested. It's just, you know, the men in black saying, hey, we're getting this from some monks and people
3: who like to you know well -hmm. if you actually look i mean it's showing (laughs) it it's not just that they actually talk about you know people you know uh any kind of uh king or anything whoever owns scepters they say scepters were a way to be able to do this you know, like what, what Kings or, or, you know, oh, any kind of, it. yeah, I swear stop it goes, it's a official CIA. Well, anyways, what I'm saying is to get back to my original point, because Melanie threw me off, this guy came out with this stuff in 2004. This document was approved for release in 2003. What it says he did not read this document and just go off the rails with it and say, Hey, because a lot of the stuff that Paul is describing is in this mm-hmm. document, it seems.
0: I thought he started is- talking about all this stuff when he was a kid.
2: No.
1: no. Yeah, that 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 was not the case. Oh. Well,
0: fuck me.
3: Huh? I mean, I, I, I think <laughs> I I think I cracked the case personally. I think that dude just found this document and he went off the rails with it to try to get some, you know, get some exposure and get some, you know, his limelight.
1: I honestly. I do want to say I mean, with all these different methods of trying to achieve what to me is essentially some kind of uh, -of out-of-body experience, I would like to add that one of the things that I've had personal experience with is something called the God Helmet, also called the Shakti Helmet. And that is uh, something you wear, obviously, on your head that has strong electromagnetic uh, points uh, in various spots that evidently when they're triggered in certain patterns and strengths can induce and and cause crazy things to happen. Crazy things to happen. And honestly, I've been wanting to get another one. I know, I know the lady that's got the one that, that I originally wore, she wore it and I wore it. And it is one of those things that after you've had that experience one time, it's like, you got to be kidding me. I had no idea something like this exists or it can literally make you experience the things that you do experience when you're wearing it. So I do have to say that the mind is cur- I mean, there's just, there's so many things we don't know about the mind. So I'm not going to just throw everything out and say, you know, the, right. that portion of, of, of what he's discussing is, a, is an impossibility. Uh, after having experienced certain things myself, um, I can't verify that out-of-body experiences occur using a method like that because I didn't have one. But I can definitely tell you it will mess your head up. So I wait, mean, I'm down. I'm down wore to do one it. Of these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wore one. Yes,
0: the God Helmet thing. Okay,
1: and they call it. What, they call it the God Helmet. This so explains a lot
0: when, when you put it on.
1: Uh, well, uh, again, you've got these 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 various electromagnetics Uh, in patterns on the left and right sides of your of your head and they're arranged in a specific pattern over certain parts that evidently have to be triggered that can cause strange effects and whatnot and for me the first time well i don't want to go into too much because it gets too weird and i don't like talking about something quite that weird but i will say that it will adjust your attitude in ways that you didn't think it could and uh you know uh, sometimes like if you've experienced laughing gas how sometimes how that triggers and you don't understand why you just start laughing and laughing and laughing and you kind of you know it's a little uncontrollable and you don't even understand why you're doing it yeah. and it's it's very similar and uh when i the, the one i was exposed to there was a i was euphoric for almost an entire day and then the next day i uh was you know having fits of rage and anger that was just out of control i couldn't believe it Huh. Uh, and there were other effects that were ta- that were going on long after I had taken this thing off. It had just, I don't know what it did, but it, I mean, it felt like it was rewiring you, you know? So did so, the,
0: these guys in their experiments use one of these God helmets to do something
1: time travel related? <laughs> I don't know if they did, if they, I mean, it's... I, I'm not going to say it's, it, it never happened, but I didn't read anything that would lead me to believe, you know, there was no point blank. Yes, we wore these helmets and this is what it did. I, I didn't come across anything like that. I got you. So hmm. anyway, hmm. all right. Now, now that we've had that nice stop at the rest stop and everybody's <laughs> all ready to go again, <laughs> <Yep>. uh, <laughs> yeah. I will go on to the next technology that evidently developed out of this. And you guys have already kind of touched base with this, but they called it literally a Stargate. Mm -hmm. And it was a a black gate that went all the way up to the ceiling of an Olympic-sized basketball court. He says that you entered through a notch at the base of the black gate, and you went forward through a time tunnel similar to the one that was in the teleporter, but it took about a half a minute to go through the tunnel instead of the, you know, two or three seconds the way it worked with the uh, Tesla teleporter. Uh, so, and this just
0: so, sent you back in time or forward in time or what did it do
1: yeah it just it just it just said that it sent you through forward through a time tunnel so i would assume when you, you know time tunnel either direction
3: hmm. so does it say okay we're talking time tunnels i mean it said half a minute 30 seconds so yeah are, half, you, half are, you, are you just going through like a i mean a physical like a tunnel or does it look like the the damn galaxy streaming by your head while you're moving forward or backward. Like what did it say? What we're he, talking about. He here? just
1: described it as being like, you know, just patterns of light. You know, you're, you're just going forward and you know, it's, it's mostly just the visuals aren't, there's not much to go on, but you know, you you know that you're moving, you're advancing while you're, you're walking, you're going somewhere.
0: It's like hidden warp so, speed in Star Wars. It
1: could, <laughs> could be. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you guys he said the Stargate. What I well, you know is
2: crazy. Do you know when Stargate, the very first episode of Stargate, aired? Here we go
3: 1997.
2: When? Okay. And a lot of his stuff is very similar to several episodes of Stargate SG1.
1: Okay. Just bear in mind also that chronologically, I don't know if when he actually entered a Stargate, what year that that was, I'd have to calculate that out.
2: No, I'm saying all of this dude's claims, because Chris had me thinking, all of this guy's claims, he's like, that's straight out of Stargate. No, that's, that is also out of Stargate. That's also out of, you know, things like that. Well, Stargate came out seven years before this guy started on his lecture circuit, making his claims.
1: Right, right. Mm. But I was, mean, I, what I was saying was, when he was lecturing, he had already claimed he had done it. So did he do it prior to ninety-seven?
2: Right. Well, I, he started Allegedly. lecturing. Yeah, he started lecturing <laughs> in oh four, though.
1: Right, yeah. but you know, you can talk about it any you know whenever you decide to talk about it. But it, when you originally experienced it, was but it before nineteen ninety-seven?
3: Yeah, I get where okay. Melanie's going. What she's what trying I'm to. Is, yeah. Go ahead. What she's trying to say is, you know, he can say that he he did these things and had these experiences, sure. but he didn't start talking about it conveniently in the open, or at yes. least on, on, at a, at a a public setting, till after mm-hmm. these things had already come out. So, like I was trying to say with that, it just seems like if he can reference these things, like the Stargate mm-hmm. show, uh, you know, and Stargate's mission on the CIA documents, um, sure. So, if he can, if he could go through these things and then just read it and then somehow say, "Hey, these experiences are what I experienced."
1: And right. Oh, I get ha- you. Yeah, I he, get you. Yeah,
3: and then with these documents, he has the information. See, none of these documents are too technical, so no wonder mm-hmm. this guy doesn't really know the technology because if he went from these documents, then he just goes off of what what's there, which aren't very technical to begin with. They're just like drawings. Um, sure. So that- and right. then
2: the whole God helmet, did you know that Stargate one had an episode about, and it was called the Tin Man and it had this whole thing about the God helmet and that uh, came out it February 20th, it aired February 20th,
1: 1998. I'm watching it. I'm definitely going to watch it. You, you, you understand though, the, with me telling you about my experience with the God helmet, is that yeah. the same way? Did I did I just bring it up, and I'm lying about the God helmet, or did I actually experience it?
2: I don't know. Did you actually experience it? Are you lying to us? Because, are you, I don't know. Are you joking I,
1: with me? I haven't had a tour yet. I I have to talk about it first. Okay, go. He's got a
2: point.
3: <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> got a point. But but at the same time, Paul, what we could say, just like we're doing with him, we could say yeah. you're saying you had this God helmet experience, but guess what? It was. This came out in Stargate episode one back in 98. Mm-hmm. So, so you could be getting this story that you, without any physical evidence to provide to us from, right. you know, from that saying, Oh, I did this when you saw it on an episode, right. that, That's what we're getting at. It's
1: like, sure, guy, sure.
3: Yeah. So, that's, I mean,
1: that's the catch 22 though. That's, that's the exact same thing I was explaining to somebody else. I could take a glow in a dark baseball, throw it over a house. Somebody could see it. And because it looks like it might have been a meteor, they could say, "I saw a meteor." Did they see a meteor? Or did they not?
2: Uh, I mean, no, if you can replicate that, you it know, if if, if you see a meteor, an and it, <laughs> 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 but,
1: but again, it's 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 that stupid catch twenty two of. Yes. It could explain it. Is it circumstantial? Is it the reason why? Is this exactly it? And I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to convince everybody that this guy's 100% legit. But I am saying, right, you know, in order to get there to where we're we're trying to discover, you know, bullshit from fact, you've got a lot of shit to weigh in on. And that's not to say that if somebody did, let's say he let's just say he was exposed to one of these technologies, just one of them, you know, the one that he seems to know a lot about and not the others. That's not to say that mm-hmm. he could have been exposed to that, and that's the truth. And the rest he just pads out because he thinks it helps his his case.
3: Right. I, I get what Paul what Paul's saying. Like yeah. obviously, obviously if this if he was working in a a you know, classified place doing, you know, I'm sure there were multiple people doing multiple missions with multiple technologies, what say just what, what Paul's saying is he was probably doing this one thing, but when he wasn't doing it, he was hearing every you know, other people talk about other missions that of technology that they were doing. So that's maybe, possible too. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why he doesn't know the specifics, but he knows of it. Yeah, you know, maybe Okay.
2: That. that would be a little bit more plausible, but he's saying that, you know, if he was able to travel back in time. Well, my question is then if he went back in time and watched dinosaurs eat grass, why didn't he bring <laughs> some grass back with him?
1: How do you know I don't know, he was grass? he there physically or was he there just out of body? All right.
0: I just want to know about when you went to Mars and fought the aliens. <laughs>
2: With, with the AKs. when are we with
0: getting to that?
1: Yeah,
2: I want to know if Obama had his six or if it was Bob Lazar.
1: Oh uh, damn! Let me tell you, we got to make this is where
2: like I am surprised Jeremy Corbell hasn't done something on this guy.
1: Oh my god, has he done um, something on this guy? I don't oh believe my. so. I don't believe well. so. He gets behind the believable people, I guess. I don't know shit.
2: Okay,
1: Um, but anyway, uh, this is what's wonderful about this. This gets to be so crazy. You talk about the Mars stuff. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little bit about that after I get this the rest of this out of the way here. Um, This this last piece of technology I thought was really cool because evidently this is what uh, what he was using to go back physically. Uh, to Gettysburg is the, where he experienced the Gettysburg Address? I guess by uh, Blanken. Yeah. Uh, it was something called the plasma confinement chamber, and uh, this was another Nothing, method to. <laughs> this was <is> another. <laughs> this is another method of time travel involving a. And I think it's lucite. Is that right? Lucite box about half the size of a tennis court on its medial axis. Plasma was confined the, on one side this of the chamber again? The what?
2: What's this device called again? Uh,
1: the plasma confinement chamber. So it had it, what it evidently somehow it was oh and there goes my screen. Come back, there we go. Uh, it had uh, plasma in half of this chamber. It was some kind of a, it says here that uh, it was confined to one side of the chamber. And when Andrew walked across a line that delineated where the confined radioactive plasma began, he would begin falling through a wormhole for about a half a minute to a point in time. So evidently, you didn't really have the tunnel the way he had it before. It was just kind of like, ah, and then he ended up, you know, I don't know how far he fell, but um, that was that was what happened.
2: Hmm.
1: a plasma confinement chamber. Um, but it was evidently, uh, when you say radioactive, a confined radioactive plasma.
0: Yeah. And that has to, have to do with something with like fusion reactors and shit.
1: I would, whatever it is, I wouldn't mess with it. I'll put it that way.
3: Well, I Hell can tell no. you, I, I can tell you this. If it's radioactive, if whoever, whatever kids were falling through, it probably aren't alive to tell about it. Cause they probably all died of ridiculous, <laughs> ca- you know, you know what I mean? Like, Chances are they didn't survive very long if it's radioactive.
1: I would just want to know how far they fell. I mean, because you know, you're a kid, you're like, huh, uh, knocks oh, yeah. the wind well, out of you for all you know, or you're dead.
2: Well, plasma confinement's not fake. That's what they it naturally exists in stars.
0: Yeah. Yep. Which would be like fusion yep. reaction, I would Yep.
2: And he also yep. <laughs> there's right. an episode in Stargate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Get out of here. <laughs> oh, I oh let's see. Not. No. Right, do- so what, what episode, what is it? Oh
2: my God. There was two, the, of the uh, uh, two of them. It's called
1: the Bagiago experiment.
2: There's two of them. It can't um, be
3: a coincidence, Paul. It can't be.
2: It's
1: odd. <laughs> I, I mean, think honestly <laughs> went back in time and arranged television to use these particular concepts so that it would be easier for you to, to digest this kind of information. Or, or,
3: hear me out, or this dude sat in his underwear on his couch watching (laughs) Stargate religiously and said, you know what? These are my experiences, too. We're rolling with it.
1: Uh, (laughs) I love throwing wacky stuff out there that you know is just ridiculous and can't be, you know, real. But you find this stuff and you just think, this guy's just, what medication does he take, you know?
0: Yeah, like, I need some of that.
1: Jeez.
2: Me too. Just for my daily life. So, uh, has anybody hey.
3: wondered? Has anybody wondered this question? Like, why is out of, out, all of his experiences he talked about with all this time traveling? Why did anybody not think to go back to the day that Jesus was born or when Jesus died? And he actually
1: said that uh, that he uh, was was. Oh my uh, God! Did
2: he meet Jesus?
1: I swear to no, God! No, 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 no. Okay. He might have done that. I I don't know. <laughs> but they're supposedly. There's supposed to be a film canister that's got you know Jesus in it and whatnot. So just saying, oh
3: my, he shared that some wine with back? Jesus.
1: No, they. Took I don't know if he. Jesus. I think it. <laughs> I think it's just stuff that was recorded with that chronovisor. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh! It was mentioned. Around. Lord
2: have mercy. They got a lot
1: guy. of archive moments.
2: But so isn't, that, a,
3: isn't that something that everybody would do? I would do it because that. that oh, man. has to be one of the most sought after questions of our generation because you don't because you know we go off go off faith or whatnot but you need to know i i mean i would spend if i was a government i'd spend millions of dollars to figure out if this stuff was true i would do that i don't know about sitting little uh... seven-year-olds at the you know base of the cross where he's being crucified i wouldn't do all that but you know what i mean
1: I I would do it if it was uh, a not physical thing. Like if I could go there this out of body way that they're supposedly doing it, I would say fine. But I wouldn't want to be physically there because, I mean, it's going to look a little weird if this technology blew up and everybody was doing it. Next thing you know, he's got like 5,000, 10,000 new followers, you know, and they're all there and everybody's looking at them and like, you know. He doesn't know why everybody's staring at him funny, and you know while he's talking or whatnot, and they're all wearing where did funny all these clothes. Six foot
0: people come from.
2: Wait, <laughs> yeah, you I broke tried. up there, Evan. Say that again.
0: So where, like, where did all these six foot people come from? <laughs> so, you know, people back then were not very tall.
2: Or or people no. are
3: like, what? Is, what is this little kid wearing? What are those Jordans? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> like, what's he wearing? What are these kids wearing back in time? I don't know. Yeah. Well, supposedly
2: they put them in clothing for the era that they were sending them back.
3: To. Yes. Yes. But how did they know that clothing for that era?
2: There's pictures of that era because they were what? in like after that era.
3: Mm. Chronvisor. Yeah, I forgot. I'm Everybody sorry. Everybody
2: knew that what Abe Lincoln was wearing and what they wore during the Civil War.
1: Yeah, you got a penny. Yes.
2: Top hats. So, top hats. <laughs> Hello. Um, top hat. So I want to apologize to our listeners. We're all in different locations right now. And so I know you might hear us going, it's not your audio that's messed up. We're just simultaneously going through various wormholes and traveling back and forth through time while Paul is wearing a God helmet and it's interfering with everything. So, you know, I've
3: I've definitely got one foot through the Stargate right now. Yes, that's
0: not helping. My chronovisor is malfunctioning. So
2: (laughs) honestly speaking, so going back to his claims that all of these experiences, time travels, things like that were done for the benefit of humanity, you know, that to advance the benefit of humanity. And that's why he's also speaking out. Well, then why didn't they come back with cures?
1: I don't know, unless maybe they, they do have them and they only give them to certain people who are rich. I don't know. Bingo.
3: Duh. I mean, have y'all heard of Magic Johnson? Oh, yeah. So give he me.
2: cured Magic Johnson?
3: Well, Magic maybe. Johnson had the money of to.
2: all people.
3: Well, no, I'm just yeah. saying Magic Johnson had the money to buy. But I mean, not S- st- dude had Stephen
2: A- Hawkins.
3: Okay. Hawkins. Well, you need to get off th- Why are you so obsessed um, with Stephen Hawking?
2: Because he's smarter, and the dude was in a wheelchair, and they didn't zap his fucking ass back there, so he could walk Man. and finish his job.
3: Well, I mean, he's in a wheelchair, so he's <laughs> and is and he can't really talk that well, and he'd freak a lot of people <laughs> out with that little that little synthesizing voice thing. Yeah, that
1: would. <laughs> You're
2: so. How wrong. come they never used oh, to it's, it's, it's true.
1: true. How come they never use a Star Trek computer voice? You know the woman with the soft-spoken voice, huh? right? That computer <laughs> you know voice is sounding
2: horrible. Me of- <laughs> You know, back in the day, the lady who puts that little thing up to her voice box and says, I don't believe smoke. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. The cancer commercial. (laughs) The commercial. Oh, my God. That lady died. That's horrible. (laughs) What
2: is wrong? (laughs)
1: Stephen
2: Hawkins. And you're making fun of him because his fucking ass was in a wheelchair.
1: (laughs) Okay.
2: All you listeners, welcome to hell. Welcome to
1: hell.
3: Yeah, I'm just securing my seat closer to the big guy. I mean, I'm just—I'm already there.
1: <laughs> oh gosh! There's
2: something wrong with us. We are horrible human beings. Yeah, Seriously, why didn't he bring back evidence? Why can't he answer the questions that everybody is dying to who's know? To, like,
0: on—Who's to say he didn't bring back shit? But he was working with the CIA. You no, think they're just going to let him take it home? He's with him?
2: talking. He—he <laughs> re- he says Point. he refused. He refused to sign the NDA. He's on a circuit now. So I want to know what really happened to the dinosaurs. I want to know, you know, what, who killed JFK. I want to know a lot of things. And if he's on this circuit, no harm, no foul. You're already spilling the guts on other TSSCI information. Clearly. <clears throat> so just well, don't you want to hear, beans.
1: don't you want to hear what they learned about as far as the
2: future? Who is They. <laughs> the people that it, with the technology. Okay, yes.
1: Yes. Okay, I've got a list, okay? Oh, good God. It's okay, i got a list. Good. Uh They learned about Nixon's resignation before it took place, and they knew about the emergence of AIDS. Uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, they, they learned about the advent of the internet, and they said that that was a very difficult concept to understand at the time. Uh, and they... They also learned about widespread cell phone usage, which Hold was, on. can you imagine?
0: The the internet was a hard concept to understand, but fucking yeah. time travel wasn't. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs>
1: Maybe, uh...
2: (laughs) So he's saying that they knew all of this stuff back then ahead of time that we were going to do, but they didn't do it back then when we had the ability to do it. And he's talking about it in 2004 after all of this stuff with no proof of back then that they knew.
0: Well, they had to verify that it was going to actually happen. They didn't know back then that what they were seeing was true, that there was actually alternate D. D. timelines.
1: Yeah. yeah so yeah, they waited time out. Timelines. Different futures.
2: Of course, as it came out in 2004. Oh. I'm sorry. What is happening? Why, mm-hmm. why is it <laughs> like, where Another we? Another
1: damn episode of Stargate. Jesus.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Needless to say, Melanie's not on board with this one.
1: No, I have a feeling you're right.
3: <clears throat> yeah.
0: All so
1: right. keep going down the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get okay. to Mars. Hi. Let's go. Oh, one of the other things was uh they learned about 9/11, and uh, nice. Well, you know, some of the stuff when they were explaining it to some of the other people that were involved with the project, but not necessarily uh, aware of some of the stuff that was being identified and whatnot, like the cell phone usages and stuff. You know, this uh, somebody was making it uh, out to be a big deal you know the fact that you've got these little thing that's in your hand and you're talking on it like a walkie-talkie but it's it's not it's a phone it's a it's like the ones on the wall but they're in your hands and you carry them wherever you want and so on and so forth and when they tried to explain the internet what it was for and how it worked I mean think about it back then you know in the 70s computers what were computers uh, computers was it was a calculator so even if you have the knowledge of this stuff coming down here, and I'm just saying, this is a, a, for an example here, so we're on an off-ramp for a moment. You don't have the technology to produce this stuff. You're nowhere near technologically advanced enough to be able to replicate this stuff, miniaturized you know, electronic components and stuff. We're in no shape able to be able to do that now the concept of time travel may not involve microprocessing miniature electronics and crap like that maybe it is something that's created with fields i don't know and i really don't give a shit because the thing is you're not going to replicate a cell phone in 1970 with that kind of technology so getting back off that and getting back on the on-ramp some of the stuff that uh uh, that i i still need to talk about was 9-11 and they were talking about how another nation was going to attack the U S and they, they were all in disbelief. They're like, that's crazy. Who would be stupid enough to do that? That's not going to happen. That's that's impossible. They thought it might've been on an alternate timeline where some, you know, things developed differently, but they knew about it. And one of the things that they really went out of their way to keep up with were the identities of all of the future presidents. I mean, it was with like George, but they knew about uh, Jimmy Carter when he was going to take over. Uh, they knew about, uh, Uh, When they knew Nixon was going to resign, they knew uh, the Bushes were going to be in there, him and his, you know, his son. And evidently it was said that uh, at one meeting, his son had found out about this information. And he said, can you believe it? I'm going to be a president, (laughs) you know, laughing and acting goofy and carrying on and stuff. And so, I mean, he was in his 20s when he found out about this. Can you imagine being 20 years old and somebody tells you, yeah, you're going to be president one day. It'll be a while. It'll happen. First, your dad, but then you, and so that was one of the things they've been keeping up with now, this is where I had a personal conflict with some of the story because he says he's supposed to be a president, and around twenty sixteen, well, that sure didn't take place, Did and then not, he says, you know nope. it might be at the next one, you know which would be this one. I haven't even heard of him mm-hmm. uh much less you know that he was running for president in the last five, ten years, you know.
2: Uh, I don't think he's going to win
1: it.
0: I don't buy this whack job. Are you serious?
3: (laughs) Wait a minute. Not the current. Well, if he ran, if he ran, if he ran in 2016, he lost to Trump. Right. That's what you'd think. Right.
1: But I mean, he made it sound like he he was in the running and I'm thinking in your mind, maybe I don't remember seeing your name on anything.
0: I've never heard of this man before. (sighs)
1: So anyway. Um, this is essentially where I've, you know, where I've kind of left it a little open-ended The time travel technology. I got some notes here saying basically that emerged in the U.S. defense community over 40 years ago and was used to place U.S. personnel on Mars over 30 years ago. We were talking about the Mars stuff. I didn't go into a whole lot of depth on that. Um, because I, I, you know, that's to me, that's just crackpot bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, I still
0: want to hear you know, about it though.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you'll probably be able to find it out there, but I think I've had uh, I've had enough servings of bullshit to be honest. Mm.
2: I My think place. this guy is as crazy as a dog in a hubcap factory right now. I think it's, he's just he is like the you know how there's wheels on a bus? Well, not all of his wheels are going round and round.
3: Or at least the same <laughs> direction.
2: <laughs>
1: See, Isn't all right.
2: Something's, hmm. something's just off. It's just I mean, too ludicrous for me. I know. It,
1: out of everything, we I think we all can agree it's interesting to hear about. But if you had to judge it based on facts and merit, I don't even think we have to go around the room on this. I think it's going to be a unanimous. No. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I just
3: want to. I just want to bring up something just real quick. This might be another yeah. motive. Another motive that this guy has so on exopolitics.org uh, uh, it says on december 19th andrew uh, baziago jd officially declared on the nationally syndicated coast to coast radio show that he's running as a candidate for the 2016 US president election presidential election he announced that he would soon release 100 proposals which would include telling the truth about classified project run projects run by the cia that he personally mm-hmm. took so i think he used this he could have possibly just used this as a way to boost him in a candidacy. That's possible.
2: Yeah, but, you know, he was doing the circuit back in 2004, 12 years before he decided to run.
1: Yeah, it didn't get a whole lot of momentum, I
2: don't think. No. Yeah,
1: I think it felt I mean, flat. I think,
2: you know, it would be one thing if he just focused on, let's just say he stuck to his – ridiculous i traveled back in time and that's me in the photo of you know with that's
1: me in the photo
2: that's in the national archives you know that's crazy in and of itself he's claiming that <laughs> little boy in that photo with abraham lincoln is is him that's one yes thing. if you would have just said you know what i've seen sasquatch twice okay i might be able yeah. to buy that one you completely well, I think- lose it when you say, uh, I was in a battle with Martians <laughs> using an AR-15 style weapon, mm-hmm. you lose it when you start adding on all of these other little things. It's almost like his story isn't good enough, so he has to go bigger and then bigger and then more and more to the yeah. point to where now it is so obvious that the cheese has slid off his <laughs> And
3: <not> to <laughs> And not to mention... It's a his his so called Mars encounter is yet again another movie called Total Recall, uh-huh. which is basically the same right. premise. Oh no! He,
2: it is tough. the same premise. He watched every sci-fi movie in nineteen in the nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties, then every Stargate, Battlestar Galactica, um, freaking anything else that could possibly be related to sci-fi and concocted all of these stories into one big giant poop stain Uh. and is selling it. I mean, come on. I mean, granted, you've you've mentioned a couple of devices that, you know, what may even be plausible. They might have tried it. Yes, we all know that the CIA was involved in trying to experiment with remote viewing and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But he sure, took it a sure. little too far because he had to be the center and you know what he, he couldn't it wasn't good enough to be like oh yeah I was the sixth child no 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 he had to be the first american child to do it after all these other human trafficking violations and <laughs> human rights violations and I I mean come on come on <laughs> I, and he's I a think... he's a practicing attorney. That's what's even scarier. People give Ugh. this fuck fuck money to defend him. They're going to jail. They're going to lose something or other. I mean, God bless You don't know want the Martians a, to win.
3: He probably does a lot of plea bargains. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> he's a defense attorney. Eh? Let's be real.
2: Oh, jump into Hosea Yeah, definitely. He, I, Pro I, bono. I, I just, you know,
1: well, what else? Well, this brings me to the end. Uh, it's as far as I got. And I wanted to go because that rabbit hole is just too far. I mean, at this point, I'm ready to go back up for air. I'm kind of done where I'm at. So. Yeah, it's
3: a good uh, call. Yeah.
1: I, uh, honestly, uh, it started out as something I had faintly heard about, you know, And uh, because I remember hearing stories of a man who claimed that he had been in Gettysburg and I had a picture of him and stuff. And that's what hooked me. I'm like, well, that's an interesting start. Let's see what this is all about. And uh, it, 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 you know, it started to gain a little momentum, but then I I started seeing all these different references to start. I'm like, come on, man, one person does all
2: this shit. Exactly. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: I, I don't think that's really, it's really possible, but you know, it's like you can hide, you know, in the time traveling twist of, of excuses and the reason why things are the way they are. Well, you know, it's not believable because, well, somebody went back in time and changed it. Now I look like a liar. Well, OK, that's feasible, right? That's, now I should be, the. you know, sh- you should believe me because I'm telling the truth. And regardless, it's what I remember. And you don't remember because, you know, they changed the timeline, whatever.
2: Or he, the men in black came with their neutralizer.
1: It's crazy. So you know, I knew more than anything. You guys really like the the craziness and the concepts and things going on in here. And I know, you know, uh, we all want we all want to find something really cool and interesting to to cover, especially stuff that really might actually bore out to be something really good and true. And so I I had to do this. one. I'm sorry. I mean,
2: I'm no,
3: sorry. This no, one this one be, was great. Yeah, I it loved it. It was this one.
2: fantastic because it yeah. had me thinking all week long like but then but then why didn't he do this why didn't he bring back proof that for that why, right you know it, it 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 has me thinking and then you know honestly there are people who support him
0: i mean mm-hmm. maybe you know they don't have any proof or evidence like hard physical like they brought something back with them maybe the time traveling technology just doesn't allow for that you can't bring things right. back with you
2: hmm. but he could maybe. tell us at least where things are like the I was going to say the rocks from the moon that are missing, right. but we're not even going down that rabbit hole because we just <laughs> cannot. All right. Paul, so, I think this was a fantastic topic.
1: It, it, it was fun to talk about it. And
2: I, like it's you said, it's, and now, that,
1: now that it we know a, about it.
2: Yeah. It's a know, mind fuck. Yeah, yeah.
1: it is. But it's just, gosh, it really, it kind of tests your patience levels at times.
2: It does. It, and then the at some point you have to like take a break and say to yourself, yes. self, I have to walk away for a second. I, I just, <laughs> I need uh, this. I got to take a mental health day. <laughs> I'll be back
1: sometime.
2: Yeah. yeah. But- I I just let me go hit my sit and spin right now because I just can't handle <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh uh, well, Chris, you're up next week. Are you ready?
3: Are we gonna Are we gonna go around and see who believes it or what? Like we're we gonna I see. I don't
2: think any of us do. You I, look,
3: if wait anybody believes it,
2: yeah. yeah, I got a bridge to sell you.
3: Well, <laughs> I, I will say this. I I think this was a fantastic one that Paul brought up. But if anything, I feel like we found correlations to actually discredit this guy. I mean, just yeah. I mean, no, it's a and and there's a lot about this subject online. Um, So it is a great subject, and any of yeah, any of our listeners can go on and there's a ton of information about this online. Mm -hmm. And I really think I really think that there are some correlations. And you know, with me finding that that document about the CIA, which the CIA did do these things, it is documented supposedly. And
2: we will but, post the links in the podcast description, so uh, you guys can go ahead and and jack yourselves up mentally all you want.
3: Yeah, yeah, but I do think Ooh. that I think we really we really did discredit him, if anything. Um, and that's what's fun about this is because if you're able to find out the truth about. Po- or something that's plausible ways mm-hmm. to ways to you know explain things which i think we did a good job with this um that's still worth mentioning and it was a great subject for sure
2: oh yeah mm-hmm. and and you know what who knows we could be wrong i don't be. think so yeah. we Mm-mm. you know it you, i know we're not
3: we got some smarticles
2: we do so. have some smarticles
3: yeah
1: if we are wrong, it's just because somebody went back in time and changed something. So
3: exactly, you know. uh-huh. yep. we, I say we do a God. We need to do a God helmet experiment. I'm down.
1: Need to. If I'm anybody so wants to buy it. one, I know where one's at for about five six hundred dollars because that's uh, what she paid for it.
2: i uh, yeah. See, I'm so cheap. I wouldn't give a nickel to see Jesus riding a bike. So I'm out. Uh,
1: <laughs> Can we test it I'm before buying? One? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can <laughs> do we it. borrow it? <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know if she let us borrow it, but it's, you know, I'd have to verify she actually still has it because it's been a few years since, since I've talked to her. And I don't know if she's, you know, got into a bind and needed to sell it to get
2: some quick cash or what, but I, if I can find out. All right. I'd be interested. So, so Chris, are you ready for your episode next week? Cause then the season's done and then we're moving on to cryptozoology.
3: Yes. It'll be my birthday <laughs> actually next week.
2: Oh, happy birthday.
3: Yeah, well, I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Yes. Oh, and uh, just to let you know, uh, everybody's listening out there, I'm having a foot of my colon cut out. It's going to be fun. It's good times. It sounds
0: shitty. (laughs) 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 That's deep.
2: (laughs) This is how jacked up we are, Paul, is that we (laughs) can make fun of you, like, just days before your surgery.
1: And you're not anal about it. (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> It'd be the first day I'm not full of shit So
3: <laughs>
1: uh,
2: man.
3: Uh, We could really go I, all night with this one
2: I know we're having And you know what I am so excited to see you guys For those that don't know I ha- Oh sorry I had to come back To Tennessee Because my daughter is Starting college next week out here and so I'm going to be linking up with the guys. So, well, that sounded weird, but
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it'll we're be good to see everybody. Be. Yeah,
3: we're not going to be using any kind of uh, what's that machine, the synchronizer, or whatever that is. We're not going to be we're actually going to be Yeah, we're going to be in person, in
1: person. Yeah, so. yeah. The, we're fister. not remote
2: viewing this.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> <they'll>
2: be- <laughs> no stargates <laughs> and no fisters. All no right. Fisters. No fisters. So and, uh, Chris- <laughs> and we're out of here. <laughs> so, Chris, what do we have? What do you have in store for us next week?
3: Oh, no. It's a secret. Okay. It's but secret. it's
2: not UFO related. It right? won't.
3: No. No. I'm actually not going to do anything UFO related. Um, Hopefully, it's going to be a little something in our, our favorite field of the paranormal. Uh, maybe a little ghost hunting. We'll
0: Woo-hoo! see. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, right.
2: Paul's, that's Paul's colon.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Examine that, baby. It's,
2: he's saying it's oh. poop o'clock. <laughs>
3: it's, it's,
2: it's actually five past poop o'clock. All right. Oh. All right
1: that's well, it. Then, Get so, us out here, Paul. Yeah. That's it. Let's go. So that's going to be it for today's episode. Join us next week as we bring you more of the strange and the unusual and things, nightmares, are probably made of. Till then, take what you've learned tonight. Leave the light on if it helps. Good night. Evan.
0: Go fuck yourselves.
2: Alright. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>